Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Yes, have no fear. Brand new banging I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here coming live and direct from hot, steamy, Los Angeles, California. On today's brand new banging museum quality, I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I hit the strike lines. I hit the line. SAG is on strike. I break that down with the young shooter. We have a fantastic, hard-hitting, very diverse I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, a.k.a. the Bliggity Bleach Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice, yes. Start this puppy off with something real loud, yes. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real funky. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming at you. Three, two, one, now. Have no fear, the I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. The name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter. You are now rocking with the very, very best. It's the I Am Rappaport Stereo Pockets coming live and direct from Los Angeles, California. Boom. And as you can see, it ain't just me today. No. With the young shooter. Yes, sir. They call him Deuce Collins. Yes, they do. Some some people do. Does anyone else call you Deuce Collins? No, just you. So I guess not some people, just you call me that. That's okay. I mean, it's not my favorite nickname, but I'm just, I'm grateful to have a nickname in general. Just being able to have a nickname is like, that's cool. Deuce Collins, Deuce Pacino, Deuce Cuddle. Why? why what is the Deuce thing? I, I, I know we talked about it. I don't it. even like, remember. How, oh, Dean, Deuce. Deuce. Dean, I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Feeling real good. Feeling real safe. Feeling really, really sane. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. You, you look great. 
I noticed you got uh, you got the Jordans on again, which is really cool. I know. I love this particular pair. I know you do. I mean, it looks like you love it because it looks like you've been wearing those for the past 40 years. I mean, they, they look like they've been thrown around in the mud, in some garbage cans. Is that the look you're going for or is it? That's the look I'm going. Yeah, that's the look I'm going for. And and these, I haven't had them that long. And that's the look. Okay. And now everybody's doing the distressed look. Now Nike is actually selling Jordans that come distressed. Uh, I had my uh, my guy. He does them. And I love the way they look. Cool. I love the way they feel. But big announcement. What? I'm getting out of the sneaker game. I was going to ask you about that. Like, are you officially, like, why are you getting out of the sneaker game? I am getting out of the sneaker game for two reasons. Thanks for asking. I'm getting out of the sneaker game, number one, because how many sneakers does one man need, especially when you're not on a team? I'm not on a team. I don't play a team sport. As much as I, quote unquote, work out, I don't work out that much that I should own that many sneakers. Number two, you know, space. Mm -hmm. You run out of space, right? When you need a bigger closet than your wife does that's that's probably like when it's time to hang up the hat because like how many sneakers do you need and i don't think it's really about being on a team or being like on a basketball team or it's too much space in the closet i think it's more about being you know 53 and saying how many sneakers do i really need that's what i just said no but you didn't say like you didn't have anything to do with age you well you didn't about let me get a- to because you jumped down my you jumped oh, down my sorry well get we'll get to the point why don't you which get, point get to the point about you know maybe at 53 we stop collecting 16 year old shoes hang up the hat maybe start getting into the larry david no you know the new balance I game with the new but now everybody's rocking the new balance now everybody's now new balances are hip yeah i've been telling them since the nineties, I was like, "Yo, you got to come up with new. You got to." That's true. You, I've I've gone with you to a couple of New Balance uh, stores, stores, like events, fifteen years ago. Now it's like I can't get these people on the phone. Right, the New Balance people. Now, like it's like Kendall Jenner and like Childish Gambino. They're not They're answering like, your calls. No, and like Jack Harlow. Right, because it's a young man's game. But That's but the point. but the older Jewish man kept them afloat for years. Me, uh, Larry David, right. Seinfeld, Woody Allen, the, the, all the Jews around. This is what we wear because that New Balance shoe on particularly the Jewish man's feet. We're yeah. talking about that classic gray. This is like, it's like, it's like one in the same. Those shoes yeah. are the perfect, perfect shoe for the flat-footed, limp-footed Jewish man. And now it's like, I can't get these guys we're gonna on the find. We're going to find you a new a new brand. It's well, like I air. Love- it's like, it's like, where are we going? Are we going to Converse? Are we going to Adidas? Like it's, it's time to figure out the next move for you. And I think Nike it's in the, let's, let's leave it in the past. Let's well, hang up. The I'm hat. not leaving it in the past and the sneakers that I have, I'm going to wear. Okay. I don't think you should wear those particularly, These but if, particularly- that's what makes, if that's what makes you happy, then I want you to wear what makes you happy. It's not about what everyone else thinks. It's like a lot of people will probably you- look at those and go, you know, those don't look great, but it's what's inside that counts. And if that's what makes you happy and gets you through the day, I say rock them. You know what? I, I'm not, I didn't even. What? What? <laughs> not, what? No, nothing. What? What? I, I think they, I. Okay. I'm here in Los Angeles. It's man. It's fucking hot out here. It is hot out here. It is really hot in Los Angeles. It is very, very hot in Los Angeles. I will tell you this though. The humidity in New York City is different than the, there's just a 
the West Coast desert heat of Los Angeles. If I had to choose one, I've said this before, I'll take California heat over New York heat. 100%. I can't do humidity. That's why I can't like go to Florida and shit. I, I hate that. But I've been laying, I've been laying out by the pool every fucking day. For what? While it's been sunny because I'm so fucking white. I'm like, I mean, look at me. Like I look translucent on camera and I'm like avoiding white shirts because that's just like, it looks like a ghost is here. Like you right. don't see me. I don't lay, so I, yeah. Yeah, I've been laying by the pool and, and somehow I'm getting, I'm getting whiter. When I don't you, understand that. When you say you're laying by the pool, you're laying by the pool to get a tan? I'm trying. For what? To get for a, what? To get a tan. Like, that's what people, you lay out and you're like, oh, I got like a nice base and now I'm getting the tan the but next day. But for what though? What, what, what? Just you, so. If you did get the tan, which you're always talking about it, it yeah. seems like every time uh, we do a podcast during the summer, there's, there's tanning stuff yeah. from you. But if you got the tan, you would feel like. Oh man, I think it would just change, just change the whole vibe for me. I think I'd be acting different. I think you would look at me different. I think you'd be like, oh, who is that? But are you not able to tan? No, I can't. It's it's that British blood. It's I got like fucked with that British blood. I mean, I'm I'm proud to be British and I have dual citizenship, but this is like like you like plot me out in London and it's like I fit in. I'm I'm home. Mm. Since you have dual citizenship. Yeah. Are you upset because apparently Megan and Harry Ballgame are upset? Megan and Harry Ballgame are both upset that they didn't get a, an Emmy nomination for their documentary. Allegedly, they're upset. They thought that because a lot of people watched that train wreck of a documentary about the two of them. Yeah. They should have gotten an, an Emmy nomination. Are you also upset that they didn't get an Emmy nomination? No, I, I to be honest with you, I forgot that that documentary was even on Netflix. I didn't watch it. I have no interest in watching it. I could care less about Harry and Meghan or who's the, who's the other brother? Charlie and uh, Charlie. who gives a shit? Charlie well, ball game, Harry ball game, and then Prince Harry. They don't, they don't need an Emmy nomination. Okay. They got everything. You don't need an Emmy nomination. You ain't getting an Emmy nomination. I'm sick and tired of hearing about you right. people. Like, I don't know if it's fake news, real news, fix it. I don't, you're not interesting whatsoever harry ball game uh charlie ball game prince charles prince harry what's the dad's name frank jeff oh, fuck jimbo I, king richard king I, Rich I have no idea king lear king but i richard. did like it when who, who's the guy that was in vegas naked in the hotel room harry yeah i liked okay that was the most interesting thing that prince came out andrew who I don't. You're British. Know. You I don't just fucking know. I could, like a dual citizenship. I could care less. I've been to Buckingham Palace. Were That's you? cool. Yeah, I haven't been inside a Buckingham Palace. I've been outside like all the other fucking. Well, you don't have a hookup. No, I wish. I mean, that'd be cool. Well, nonetheless, they're upset because they didn't get an Emmy, an Emmy nomination, and I was going to go on an Emmy nomination rant, but mm -hmm. that would be sort of promoting, and the actors are officially on. Strike as I predicted we would be. The actors are officially on strike, and the picketing has started. And let me tell you something: I was out there bright and early in the LA heat this morning, and it's hot, it's rambunctious, it's loud because you know LA is a driving city. People are honking. People are on those bullhorns. There was a DJ out there. People are talking. And this is what it is. But the reason why I brought up the striking is because, and the promotion, is because one of the big 
things about striking and being on strike is actors cannot promote any material. You cannot promote any films, any TV show. You can't mention them. You can't post things about social media. All film festivals, the Venice Film Festival, shut down. There was some film festival that my man Matthew Modine was in Ireland. Oppenheimer, Sh probably. It's all shut down. Everyone left the Oppenheimer premiere. It's Chris all Nolan. shut down. You can't post, yo, my movie's opening. My TV show is opening. Yeah. You can't post any of that um, because that's part of striking. And it sucks for some people because, uh, you know, people work hard and you want to support the project, but this is where we're at. This is where we're at. And, you know, so as far as me not getting an Emmy nomination for an unknown piece of material... I was going to do a rant about it. Mm -hmm. And it's not the, the, the piece of material. It's just how many times are they going to fuck me over, man? I mean, they keep fucking you and fucking you. I mean, they fuck you every year. And at some point you got to just be like, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm just, I'm getting fucked every year. And maybe it's like, it's what not, that, maybe it's what like, are you it's, talking it's not about? going to happen. What's not going to happen? Like, I just don't think the Emmys, maybe it's just not for you. Maybe the Emmys is not for you. Maybe we think bigger, you know, it's, it's the Oscars and one day we'll get to the Oscars. I mean, you haven't been there ever. You know, you've never, no. you haven't been in the audience. No. You haven't even been a seat filler at, no. at the Oscars. They don't even no, want you I to do that. No, I haven't, motherfucker. But I think that that's the goal. Let's strive for something greater. And, and but why you know, are you they fucking me, fucking me? They're no, I'm fucking just saying me. it's every year. I mean, I, and because you want to know We got is, fucked. We got fucked on Louis. That's I what I mean. I was your campaign was. manager. I, I was holding. And you did a shit job on that. <laughs> Dude, I was handing out you fucking. You did a shit job on getting me. I shouldn't have just got the nomination. I should have won the Emmy for that. <laughs> Season five, episode one. Louis C.K. show. The I, work speaks for itself. That's what I like about you. I, I don't I, give a fuck. I like that about because you. I because I think of like a rapper's mentality. Yeah. Like rappers are like, yo, I got, like I treat my work as an actor. Not that I think that I'm better than anybody else. And I don't even know who won that, that award. Yeah. But for me, it's like, you know, when you, when you get to a certain point with some actors, like being nominated, they get nominated all the time. Right. And they're like, I'm going to get to that point. I'm going to do either a show or a movie and mm -hmm. it'll just be like, it'll just, because once you're in, you just- Then cannot, you're in. I'm never going to be like, I forgot. I, the, the trophies are going to be polished. Yeah. The, the trophies are going to be out. <laughs> Every speech is going to be another shit talking extravaganza. It's not going to be, oh, oh, I can't believe. No. Yeah. I fucking- yeah, I won this motherfucker. And no disrespect to anybody else who was nominated. Yo, you guys were dope, but tonight's my fucking night. Tonight was my keep it funky out there. Yeah, you're not you're not the guy that's like, oh like I, I oh, like I'm just so glad to be nominated. I don't I don't care if I win. You're like, I'm coming in to fucking win. I'm coming in to fuck shit up. It's a contest. Right. And because I mean, you are a modest guy. That's the thing. You are a humble, modest guy, how I know you in real life. But I think that when it comes to the Emmys, that's what I like about you. There's, I can't think of any actor that's out there that's like, oh no, I deserved that shit. I should have got an Emmy nomination for my performance. My performance was great. And that's what I appreciate about you. You keep it real. And I think people connect with that. I just don't think it's in the cards for you right now. And you More had me on strike. Uh, right. That's why. And that makes sense. But you had me. You're saying me. it like there's some sort of it's not in the cards for you right now because it's something about me. No, it's not, it's something because about you keep saying you get fucked. It's not in the cards for you. 
I don't know where you're going. Well, or it's what. Just, you get me so hyped on it, and I believe in you so much, and I think you're going to win, and you had me handing out fucking buttons and patches. You did and a shit job. I, I was standing outside of the fucking corners of Starbucks in LA. I mean, what more can I do? It's like the people, and the you people spoke. And you didn't get me nominated for the unmentionable show right you can't now. can't say that. Right. So anyway. But one of the things with striking is that, so like- yeah, the cast of Oppenheimer, the strike happened during the premiere of that. But you, if you have a new show coming out, a new movie coming out, a new new anything coming out, you're not supposed to mention it. And I'm going to tell you, to all my big time, big, big boy TV stars, my big boy movie stars, the real big dick swinging movie stars, we're going to need you. To not just get out there on the front lines and strike. In my opinion, a big piece of leverage to all my big comics that have done big things at Netflix, that have done big things on the streaming companies, that have spent time with these CEOs who know them personally, they're going to help to help get this strike done. Because they don't give a fuck about, like... Joe Schmo. Why, why is that? Because they just don't give a fuck it's about their Joe industry. Schmo. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio. It's no, like, no, 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 no. The actors. Oh, but you're saying that the the CEOs. Yeah. But I feel like the big, big, big names, the big, big. I mean, the monster names of comedy, the monster names of film and television. I feel like they think like, well, I can't do anything about it. George Clooney, you can yeah. you can align with Denzel. You can align with Leonardo. Brad Pitt with the big fucking names and you could have a little symposium, a little weekend conference yeah. with all these CEOs and explain to them what's going on from your point of view because every actor, I don't care who it is, had a time when they weren't popping and every actor, even if it's minuscule now, they still have that insecurity in them and they need to articulate that on behalf of all the SAG members to help get this shit fixed because you know one of the things that they're talking about like yo this AI yeah, shit yeah can you can you break like for people who aren't in the entertainment industry and shit and like why are the actors striking what, what's money, going on exactly it's money uh, it's AI you know one of the things that they're talking about now is like background actors I heard about extras, this extras okay the companies the streaming companies the production companies they're talking about taking Computer graphs, digital graphs of background actors. Like their faces and all that stuff. Paying them once and then using it in perpetuity yeah. for the rest of their life. So they no longer have to pay for background actors. They no longer have to pay for extras. And those people whose likeness they used at one yeah. time, they won't get paid again also. That's just, that's that's crazy. I heard that for like non-union background too. It's like it's all dope. just that's no, not cool. terrible. It's, re it's really fucked up. And this AI thing is real, but you know, immediately it's just, it's about the money and it sucks. It's not fun striking in the fucking 90 degree heat, walking around in circles. Like I said, it's chaotic. It's loud. You know, it's fun for about the first 10, 15 minutes. And then it's like, yo, you're out there and, and no one wants to be doing it, uh, but it is what it is. And to quote uh, Jack Nicholson and Hoffa, mm. we got to do what we got to do to get the union back. You fuck. He didn't say you fuck. I added that on. He he just said, I'm going to do what I got to do to get the union back. My version of it was, we got to do what we got to do to get the union back. You fuck. I like that. I mean, I've never seen Hoffa, but I, I like that. What? It sounds like a good movie. 
We got to do what we got to do to get the union back. You fuck. I, I, that's that's a good line. That's probably better than the original line. No. Okay. No. I've never not, seen the movie, so no. Not gonna say that. Okay. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby. Needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I didn't say to wear green, black, and a cap. No, you didn't. We just showed up like this, and I got like that nice kind of army green. Um, you got that vomit green. Not vomit green. Not what, vomit would you, green. what would you categorize that color as? I think it's green, green. This well, is cold. you're, color, it's you're green, colorblind green. also. So. so is this not green? It's like one of the shittier greens that I've seen. Person, It's not a green where you, like, you're looking at all sorts of greens at a store. You're not like, that's the green I'm getting, guys. Maybe that's the one that you got, but I got I got that nice Zara. I'm kind of like in this linen thing going on right now. It's like a very summery thing. I got the Nikes and, and see the high socks too. I, was, I, I got wearing, black ones on. Well, it just doesn't. I think if you got the white ones, it would look really nah, nice. Nah, I don't wear white socks too. anymore. I never that's wear white socks. That's what I thought, but here I am. Right. Here I am. Here you are wearing white socks. Right. And nobody's saying, oh, you have nice socks. Not that you know of, but. But I'm in LA. 
Yeah, why and why are you in LA? Because it's like we're here, and, and this is great. It's, it's awesome doing a podcast in person. It's like it's electric. It is different. I always say that it's different than doing it over Zoom. Like right, I don't like doing. Zoom. I don't like doing it over Zoom. And but I feel you're like, going to do it. I, of course, I'm going to do it. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying I love to do it in person. I do miss you living out in LA, so we could be at the Gloom Tomb and doing this in person. But why are you in LA? Because it's like I'm here, and it's it none of your like, business. What do you mean it's none of my business? I, it ain't none of your business. I think a lot of the people who are listening want to know why you're a out lot of in Los people have Angeles. said, "What are you doing in LA?" And what do you say? Uh, well, then I talk to them differently. But you say to me, "What are you doing in LA?" I say, "It's none of your fucking business." Well, then don't expect me to pick you up at your little hotel and you're like, "Oh, I'm, I'm by the pool. I'm laying out by the pool," and you want me to fucking pick you up for lunch and drive you around. Like, I'm not going to do that unless I know why you're here. You don't need to know. You're on a need to know basis. This trip. <laughs> Uh, let's just say this. It's top secret. <laughs> okay. But did you sign an NDA while you were out here? Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Really? Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. So so when I say to you, need to know. I need to know. So that, okay, that's the I'm point. Is I, a, I'd like to know. And now. I don't need to tell you. Okay. So I'm here for an undisclosed amount of time doing okay. an undisclosed, you know, stuff. That sounds so suspicious and, and strange and... And it, well, it makes me uncomfortable. I'm here. Okay, and and here's a better question. And when are you leaving? When are you when are you going home? When are you getting out of LA? When when are you going home? Is that like on a need to know basis as well? Because I need to know when you're getting the fuck out of here. Well, I will be in Kansas City this weekend. I will be in Kansas City Friday and Saturday, the 21st, 22nd at the improv in Kansas. I am performing four shows. Two nights, four shows, two nights. Kansas City, here I come. Riggedy, right back where I started from. I don't know if the Super Bowl champs are out there, my homeboy, Travis Kels, and so forth and so on. But if you want to come to a show, let me know. I got you guys. You ain't got to pay. But as far as when I'm leaving, what I'm doing, I'm here, homie. Okay. I'm here, homie. I might go... From Kansas City back to New York, I might not go from Kansas City back to New York. Let's just move on. You don't need I'm to I'm happy know. to move on, but that just don't call me at midnight asking if we can go get some ice cream and some chocolate cookies, and you're like, talk me down from the ledge, bro. I really need a chocolate chip cookie. I don't need you calling me. I got do not disturb on at 10 o'clock. And I don't you know need what you I do? Me. I hit that Yeah, button. notify anyway. And who? And I taught you about that notify anyway, and I should have never fucking taught you about that notify anyway. Explain that to the people. It's like when you put your phone on do not disturb, it's automatic for me. I put my phone on do not disturb at 10 p.m. every night. I don't want, it's like, Office is closed. We're done for the day. I don't want to, especially don't want to hear from you. And um, when someone's on do not disturb, you could send a text. And at the bottom, it says notify anyway. Yeah. Which is so fucked to Thanks me. Thanks for showing and it, me that. And, like, and it bypasses the do not disturb yes, thing. It's like a back door. And when, and when you hit notify anyway, the text bubble like does like, it like enlarges, like it gets big. Like we're really notifying this motherfucker on the other end. And, and it comes through and- I, I just, I like I, it's doing, a lot of I regret. Doing that I hate it. I love I doing hate that it. to you. And are you doing any other work? What do you mean? You're working while yeah, here. Yes. It's been a very busy month. I've been doing a lot of freelance videography, directing, editing jobs. Okay. Got a big project tomorrow morning okay. around 7 a.m. Oh, cool. So I need you not to call me. Well, first of all, I need you not, because I have to go to sleep early because it's a big job, but I have to go to sleep and I need you not to call me tonight 
asking me about fucking ice cream and chocolate chip cookies. I don't want to hear about any of that. But especially in the morning, I'm going to be doing this from about 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. And I don't want any phone calls coming through because I'm going to be using my phone on the job. So I will be on Do Not Disturb, but don't you dare hit notify anyway while I'm on the when I'm think, on the job. If you think I'm abiding that now, I'm going to hundred. No, you're not, because that's then we put you on the then we put you on uh, something called the block list. And What's I, that? I just How do you very do that? few people on the block list. You block people. I, I block all the if spam block, calls. If you block me, you want to get blocked? I could block. I could put you on that list. I could I could unblock you at any time, but you don't want to piss me off to get to the block list. Dean, I'm going to tell you right now. If you block me on your phone because I try to backdoor past the do not disturb, if you block me, I'm telling you right now, I know where you live. I'll come to your fucking house. No, you're not doing any of that. And I have to block you because it's like, how else are you going to learn your fucking lesson not to contact me? Don't block me. Okay, then don't interrupt anything tomorrow. and We won't have any issues. I don't need to spell- Respectfully. I, I don't need to spell out my history. Right. Okay. Google, Google Michael Rappaport. His history is all online. This, he likes knocking on windows. I know you like knocking on windows, and I know where your window is. And, and it's a lot. It's like it's not a. It's not. It's not, not a, it's a big a scary knock. knock. Right? It's, it's just like, like a, this. hey. Is this? Yeah, it's a like, hey. Hey, you, a little bit heavier. A little heavier. It's not so much. <laughs> it's not like a bird tapping. It's more like, don't fucking knock on my window. If you block me. I'm telling you, I'll do some shit where I like ring the other buzzers. You're not gonna in your do that. Apartment and I'll be like Uber Eats. Then we're gonna we're gonna update. And then it. I come to your door and I start kicking the fucking okay. door like. That's Biggie's when we call wall. the police, and that's when we start updating the Wikipedia page for you. <laughs> and so you don't want any of that. What else is going on? I said we were gonna have a new segment once a week, and let's just get right into uh, the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast Jewish Person of the Week. Uh, this is a uh, soon-to-be award-winning segment where we break down and celebrate short, quickly, but with love and respect, uh, great Jews, great Jews of all time. Um, and, uh, of course, last week uh, we did Eli Wiesel. Needs no introduction. You should read that book, Night. Night, Night is, that's a heavy read, but it's, I mean... Why, why are you looking at me? No, now? go ahead. No, it's an amazing book. I mean, I've read it when I was in middle school. But I think everybody should read that. It's a very, very good it's book. Very heavy. And it's like 103 yeah. pages. He came to my school too. I didn't get to meet him, but he did come to my school at Chapman because he passed away, right? Yeah. Why weren't you there? I was at the film school. He probably didn't want anything to do with the film school. It was like smart people at like regular campus. We and you didn't invited. go see, you didn't go to see him? I think I wasn't able to get a ticket. It was like a hard event to get into. Were you throwing one of your parties? No, like I wasn't throwing one of my... Yeah, I was, I was in college, yeah. When you yeah. were in college, like, I remember, like... I remember distinctly... How many years ago were you in college? Like, 15 years ago? 10, 10. 10 years ago? 9. No, more than it that. It wasn't 15. I graduated When 20- you first got into college, how, how old were you? 2010. I was 20. Okay. The point is, is that when you were in college, you were like, yeah, I'm throwing parties. I was like... And you never invited me to one of those parties. No. Which was fucked up. No, we kept that really separate. You never said, yo, rap, come down here, I, see my place. I, I, I probably no, invited you No, you did, because I was like, I, you can invite me to one of the parties. And like, I think you thought like, I'm inviting like my dad. However, right. when we were doing the now canceled, now defunct, but possibly, possibly a reboot. Rebooted. Maybe there's a reboot. In the, I mean, they're rebooting everything. We've already kind of made the show. We've already kind of rebooted We've it ourselves. We've taken the show to another level. Yeah. But 
when we when we were doing the show, The War at Home, two seasons, yep. which you get the DVDs for. I don't think you even think it streams. Okay. No, it doesn't. It was for a, a minute, but what a show! A good what a good time! I mean, what a good time, time we had. We had fun. There'll be a reboot. We had a great time. Right? Like, I wonder is there like a life for a reboot of a show? But everyone who watched the show loves the show. Yeah. Nonetheless. I would have after parties and I invited you. But when yeah. you became big time party thrower yeah. down in Orange County at your at Chapman, yeah. you never were like, yo, rap, come down to one of my parties. That, I don't think Meet that's true. My friends. That's not true. I think that would have been cool. I mean, there wasn't anybody your age at those parties. No shit. But and I don't think that had to do with it. Maybe it did. I, I don't remember, but it would have been cool. Hey, it would have been cool. It would have been it would have been cool. Anyway. Can't do anything about it now, but I am Rapport Stereo Podcast, Jewish Person of the Week. Listen, guys, we have plenty of time. We have plenty of time, but I'm just going to go by your requests. This is by the fans, for the fans, but I'm not going to do that every single week. I'm Rapport Stereo Podcast, Jewish Person of the Week. This is a slow pitch right down the middle. Slow pitch right down the middle. When you think of one of the the great Jews of comedy. I mean, mountaintop. Yeah. If you were going to do the, uh, what is it called? Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's good. Of men, Jewish men in comedy, who would be on that Mount Rushmore? Oh, man, that's really difficult. That's tough. I mean, 100% Larry David, but I've heard you, I mean, you already did your Jewish person of the week, right? You've done it once. Eli Wiesel. You did it, Eli Wiesel. You did Jesus. Well, did Jesus, you say Jesus? Because well, I didn't do him as a Jewish person of the week. I just said that Jesus. You Christ, were saying who were the right? Well, because Jesus Christ is right. You know, love him right or not, he's a Jew. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ is a very significant Jew. Very significant. Controversial Jew. hundred uh, percent. Beloved Jew. I would say so. But nonetheless, a Jew. I think that's true. And it is and, true, right? And, and for the for the people who worship. And I say this with all due respect because I don't make fun of people's religions. No. For the people that worship, love, and have so much reverence mm -hmm. for Jesus Christ, who also dislike the Jews. Did I, he? I, did he? Oh, did oh you're saying the people the dislike. People. Okay, because I was like, Jesus didn't dislike the Jews. No, he, Jesus was a he Jew. He's cool, yeah. He's a great, I mean. He's walking the Holy Land in, in Jerusalem. He's and, a fantastic Jew. I, I, I mean, I agree with you. I didn't know him. <laughs> I, I I mean see, never met him myself. Right. Heard great things. Yeah. Heard fantastic <laughs> things about him. But when you get to yes. people that are anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic, yeah, and they'll have crosses. They seem to forget that. They seem to forget that he's probably on he, he's on Mount Rushmore. You're asking about Mount Rushmore. Why did Mount Rushmore comedic Jews? Okay. Well, he could have been, I mean, he might have been a funny guy. We don't know. We he was great with his hands. That's true, too. Carpenter. Right. He would be doing, what's that? It's not Postmates. There's there's an app. It's like if Task Rabbit. He'd be he'd be. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> Yo. Go ahead. You're fucking podcast. Don't put, don't get me down this road. <laughs> I had a bunch of shelves. I was I'm in a new apartment. I could think of so many things I needed on TaskRabbit. I hired so many different people, and none of them would be as good as Jesus Christ. If Jesus Christ showed up at your house, oh, I, I as mean, a TaskRabbit guy, he's gonna God, he get it done quick. Because I I use TaskRabbit a few times, yeah. and these people are like, oh, I don't have a drill. I'm like. 
<laughs> I have one, but like, am I supposed to like lend you my my hammer? Oh man, I'm crying. But oh, essentially, man. if Jesus Christ is walking yes. among us, yeah, most likely, yeah, most likely he's, he's great. He's, he's working for TaskRabbit. One hundred percent. Well, hopefully how, he'd be like how old was the most reviewed. How, how old was he? Oh, he'd be a great leader. Oh, he'd be like on the top of it. We should Hard. check TaskRabbit yeah. and find out who's the number one reviewed that's, TaskRabbit. That's interesting. And Get him on the podcast. But then look into it because that might be Jesus Christ himself. That's true. Reincarnated. Is Jesus Christ, did he don't I, I don't know why away? you're asking. Did he pass don't away? Don't ask me about these things. I don't want, this is on fucking uh, gonna, cameras and two, YouTube and. Two shot. Jesus Christ. You could take uh, a poll. Did Jesus Christ pass away or get? Yes, he was crucified. At 27? I don't know the age, to be honest. Denisha? Shit. Please leave yeah. a message. Please leave a comment. We're looking to, yes. to find out. Yes. The most revered <laughs> Jew of all time. Yeah. 30. Jesus Christ was um, wow done away with? Crucified, right? Crucified. Anyway. Killed? That means I, killed. I'm just going to like, like you. Sacrificed? Listen, we're all in We don't together. fact check here either. 33. 33. My age. My age. That's my age. Right. And Jesus had done so much at 33. <sighs> God, make me feel like a piece of shit. Jesus did so much. Uh, but obviously. The thing you have in common with Jesus Christ. Is what? That we're both. You're both 33? Both Jewish. Right. Don't well, forget I think that. I had a lot in common. That's that's pretty cool. But the Mount Rushmore. Of Jewish comedians. I mean, there's just so the, many. The two that, that come to mind right now that are just like, you're asking me right now, I would put Larry David and I would say Adam Sandler has to be up there for me. I mean, the Hanukkah song. I mean, there's so many. It doesn't matter about the, I, I mean, just, just Adam Sandler's a Adam beast. Sandler is just. But then you go Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Woody Allen. Uh, oof, we don't want to maybe put him up there anymore. You could not want to uh, put him up he's there. He's not but, on my Mount Rushmore. I'll tell you that. Right he, now. Woody's not on my Mount Rushmore. Right now. He never was on my Mount okay. Rushmore. He wasn't. He wasn't ever on mine. So you're personally. not just going with the. With I'm not the going. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I saw the documentary. I don't fucking know what's what, but some disturbing shit there. Okay. I don't know about okay. him and Sunyi. Okay. But okay. So what other Jewish? Uh, those, I'm not trying to go down a rabbit hole. How many hole. people are on Mount Rushmore? Four. 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 You don't know? Of course. And, and you're you, talking why don't about, you tell us? Who's on Mount Rushmore? No. 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 Lincoln? Washington? Who else? Thomas Edison? Is he a president? No, Thomas Edison wasn't a president. Was Thomas Edison a president? No. Right? No. Don't don't you no, take I'm not, that phone I'm not. out of fact. Thomas check. Edison wasn't a president. It's Lincoln, Washington, Thomas, Thomas Edison, Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson, and Thomas Edison. I think no, a, no. There's like there Tom weren't Tom. two Thomases. No, it was. It's not like Tom Tom. There weren't two Thomases on the on Mount Rushmore. Are you sure? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty positive. Thomas Edison is did what? Benjamin Franklin, maybe. Was he a president? Yeah. Franklin's. No, not Franklin's. Benjamin Franklin. Brent Benjamin Where Franklin. Were the bifocals and everything? That's Thomas Edison. He wore the glasses. He was, I don't. I don't know. But it does. It Thomas Edison discovered electricity. Yeah, he's not. Wasn't a president. I know that. Okay, it doesn't sound like you know that. I, I don't fucking know. So I who's on Mount Rushmore? I, well, if you take that phone out, I'm gonna beat. I just your have ass. to look at my. I know you. Don't I have, have to see to look what at time shit. it is right now because no, you don't. Have I have to look something at, at five thirty. Dean, who's on Mount Rushmore? I'm, one second before you mean I just have to me, send you a can't text. Tell me without looking on your phone who's on Mount Rushmore. No, everyone knows fucking phone. Everyone knows who's on Mount Rushmore. Thomas Edison, Thomas Jefferson. Abe Lincoln and George Washington. Yeah. 
One somebody else. Fuck, who is on Mount Rushmore? Roosevelt. Who? We're just going to... Oh, of course. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln. Theodore Roosevelt. They call him Theo. Right, right. They call him Theo. Well, who's on your... uh, Because I got two right now, but I'm trying to think of some other Jewish... I mean, would you put yourself... As a, on on, no, on Mount Rushmore? No, no, not as a Jewish comedians. These are beasts. Okay. I mean, listen. I mean, Adam Sandler's a yeah. He's monster. got he's got to be on there. It, Has to be. I mean, but there's so many. I'm trying to think of. You like, know, I was watching on TV the other who? day. They showed a full clip on TikTok. TikTok. They had um, David Letterman with Don Rickles. Oh, yeah, he was great. And it was Don Rickles, and and for some reason, they kept Denzel out. Denzel was out there. So, because normal would be one guest. Yeah. And Don Rickles... <sighs> funny. Yeah, he was fucking great. Funny as shit. Was he Jewish? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Rodney Dangerfield wasn't Jewish, right? Yes, Rodney Dangerfield was Jewish. Can you please He's- check that, Denisha? Ro- Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield, Dangerfield had to be Jewish. Because Rodney Dangerfield's real name wasn't Dangerfield. What a it's like name. It's like Schlitz, yeah. Schlitzberg or something yeah. like that. It's like uh, Dangerfield, Ronnie Dangerfield. That's a funny, yeah, funny person. Uh, there's a lot of people. I'm gonna have to come back to that. But you said it first, uh, Larry yeah. David, the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, Jew of the Week, Jewish Person of the Week, fantastic Jewish humor. The man created Seinfeld. Curb your enthusiasm. And paved the way for everyone wearing New Balances and made it cool. Right. Because of him wearing all the New Balances. Because And you that's, wanted to wear New Balances. That's not the reason why he's on the Mount Rushmore. And that's not the reason it's why... Part he, of, it's part of the reason. That's not the reason why he's the, the Jew of the Week, him wearing the New Balance. Like it's just New Balances were so uncool and then he put those puppies on and it was like everyone wanted... New Balance shoes. So that's, 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 it's, it's gonna, part of it. It's all encompassing. I, dude, I feel like, you know what? Maybe, maybe next time I'll do the Jewish person of the week. I'll do that by myself. Okay. Well, I'd like to be a part of it. You're talking about, oh, yeah. He, he wrote Seinfeld. He created Seinfeld. He did Kirby mm, Enthusiasm. Yeah. And he wore, and he made New Balances cool. That's what you got. I don't think that's such, I, I think it's, I don't think that's so terrible. I mean, what were you going to say as a third? I was going to go on a whole thing, but you just like, <laughs> I just, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That, yeah. That's all you got for Larry David, yeah, or, or on my Mount Rushmore. I'm gonna move on. I'd love for you to move on because because we got sidetracked with the whole thing. But Larry David, oh man, yeah. I mean, talk about bring a fucking smile to the world. And and he was my neighbor at one point. I don't know if I told you that. Tell stories. Do tell. It wasn't. Like, it's not like a crazy story. But he, we were moving into a house. My family was moving into a house out in LA, and he was maybe two houses down and they were bu- and my parents were building this house for a couple of years and he knocked on our door when we moved in and my mom answered it and she was like oh my god like Larry David and he was like hi I wanted to, he I swear to god he was like hi I wanted to introduce myself I'm Larry do you have any kids and she was like yeah we have four children and he was like okay like are they loud he like he wanted to know how many kids my parents had just judging like the noise level of the neighborhood. And that was it. And that was the only time they ever saw him. And he, he that was the end of the conversation. That was it. And I think that was it. Did he know that you, you were one of the kids? No. Because he probably, probably would have moved the fuck out. If he had he, he would have been Either gone. Or, or bought your house and just, he to, just been to get you off the block. A hundred percent. But he did have that Prius, that famous Prius parked in that driveway every day. And it was, I mean, it was incredible to see. Larry David. Yeah. 
beast. Absolutely. A fucking comedian. Jewish icon. Monster. One of a kind. He should be in the fucking Torah. Put him in there. A hundred percent. They should revamp mm -hmm. the Torah with some of the great They should. Shows. They should put the Hanukkah song in there. Get oh. Adam Sandler's song. We're like in temple singing along at service. That would be fantastic. Anyway. Yeah. That's the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast Jewish Person of the Week. I Am Rapport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the Draft King's YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby. Needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Tom Holland. Isn't yeah, great actor. Superman? Spider-Man. 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 Tom Holland, he's in a show. The Crowded Room, isn't it called The Crowded Room? The Crowded Room. He needs to like take a break from acting for a year. Because... It very... It was taxing on his mental health, I think. He needs a break. Right. He's got long hair, and apparently the show isn't very good. That sucks when he commits so much energy and it's like not well-reviewed. But apparently in this show, I didn't see the show yet. I'm behind, man. Yeah. I'm so, let me tell you something. This trip to Los Angeles, I am staying in the West Hollywood area. And the other day I woke up early and I was walking and inadvertently walked past Tom Tom. Right. That's cool. 
Tom Tom, the restaurant that Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz had named after them. Vanderpump Rules, I'd say around season six, it was starting to be discussed. Season seven, I believe they opened the restaurant. Of course, they are, now they have Schwartz and Sandy's. And I was so excited to be in front of Tom Tom. Mm -hmm. The only other movie, television, uh, location experience that I could honestly compare it to was when I was at the Rocky Steps. Going to yes. Tom Tom in West Hollywood right now, because I am still halfway through rewatching all of Vanderpump Rules, standing in front of Tom Tom at 7.30 in the morning was just me. And I'm thinking about all the great <laughs> moments, all the, the comedy, all the laughing, all, and Sir, of course, is closed. That's right. right there. But standing in front of Tom Tom, my heart, it, it fluttered. I could see it in your, because there's a photo of you outside of there too, and I could see it in your smile. I mean, you are just elated to be there. Elated. And are people coming over to you because you're Mr. Bravo and they know, like, are you was, getting recognized? It was 745 in the morning. Right. It was 745 in the morning. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going I know. back. Yeah, I'm going back. Oh, okay. Do you want to go have dinner I, at Tom I, I would, I'd be so down for that if you want to go while you're out here. I don't know why you're out here, but I'd love to go while you're out here. We should make that happen. Let's do it. I don't drink, but I'd go in there and have a drink. Let's do it. We'll get a little martini or something. That would be sick. Um, but Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Apparently, there's a gay sex scene with him and another man. Of course, it's fake. It's acting. Right. There's whole controversy. Controversy. They, that's what I said. <laughs> you said controversy. It's not like, like a Hershey's kiss. Like controversy. 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 There's, There's a, a whole, whole controversy. Whole controversy. I'll let you say it the way that you say it. It's your show, so. You make it sound like I'm saying you it You sound dumb, but like you're coming across as stupid, obviously, but. No, I'm not. No, I, no, when you say, not not like in general, just when you say that word. I, I, I mean, I like. What? No, I just like a little cringe inside. So maybe you shouldn't say it like that. And I'm telling you how to say it, but you you keep saying it <laughs> your way. So I'm just going to let you say your way. Nonetheless. What's the controversy? The controversy is that why are they letting another cis man play a gay character? Because he's an actor. He's an actor. If he wants to play a mouse, he could play a mouse. And that's that's what acting is, right? I, mean, I don't understand. Not what, on like, Twitter. No, fuck what i mean social media you're rude do you understand what you're doing with your bullshit crying with your bullshit whining about the most mundane stupid shit tom holland could play a mouse he could play a cat he could <laughs> play a cat that thinks he's a mouse he could play a mouse that identifies as a cat he played fucking spider-man i mean he we well, well why don't you get a real spider to be right. playing spider-man hey. you didn't complain when he was in spider-man why don't we get the real Spider-Man to play in Spider-Man? I didn't hear any of that. I didn't even know that was... It's, I just had seen their very graphic scenes, apparently. Did you watch been, it? I saw some clips on, on Twitter. I didn't see the show, but I've seen some clips on Twitter, and he commits. And then they're like, how does Zendaya feel about this? And, Who cares? Zendaya right. doesn't give a shit. Didn't she play, like, some kind of superhero? She's in Black Panther. She's in Dune and... Dune, whatever the fuck. She's in Dune. Is Dune like a... It's a big movie. Marvel movie? I don't I don't know what the fuck it is. Tom and Timothy Shyamalan, ding yes, dong. Yes, I love that And Shyamalan. that Wonka, I'm going to say it right now, that new Wonka movie looks so terrible to me. I'm going to call it right here, right now. 
that I think that movie is going to bomb. What about Barbie? I'm going to see that this weekend. I'm going to see Oppenheimer this weekend too. I got tickets to see Oppenheimer. We need a review on Barbie and Oppenheimer. And Oppenheimer. Full uh, review. Yeah. I'll show up for Chris Nolan. I mean, you could barely get a ticket out here. It's like completely sold out in LA. Well, we're looking forward to your reviews of Barbie. We're looking forward yep. to your reviews of Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. And Tom Holland, you want to play a sneaker? <laughs> play a sneaker? Any other actors? Do not be concerned with what 65, 70 dummies on Twitter... We got enough problems. We have enough problems to deal with. We're on strike. Do not let these dingbats on social media stop you from, from doing what the fuck you want to do and the opportunities you get. Done. Can I recommend a, a doc on the way out for you to watch? Go ahead. You should check out Arnold on Netflix. Watched episode one last night. Pretty fantastic. Awesome. And part two is all about his acting career. It's really- Oh, I worked with him. Did they, yeah, the six day, it, w that's funny because they didn't, they didn't include that movie. It seemed like they, I mean, God, they included everything. They included fucking Jingle All The Way. Yeah. They included Kindergarten Cop, which is great, but Jingle All The Way was like a questionable movie. I think- I didn't see the six day on there for some reason. They didn't pop that in there. I don't know why. I with him? Yeah, I, and I love the movie did that you did you finish the whole doc? I loved it. Yeah, I finished the whole doc. Part one, two, and three. Six day wasn't in any of them. In none of the parts. Terminator, Jingle All the Way, Kindergarten Cop, um, Conan, obviously. But they didn't mention the Just film I did with him. And he didn't say anything about you either in the doc. So, I mean, apparently. Did you see the whole thing? Because maybe there was a part you missed. Or you I saw all of it from start to end. I actually watched it twice. Yeah, I thought it was so good. I didn't see any of it. They didn't, not one flash of your face in there. Right. But like they say, you you win some and you lose some. And, and with you, a lot of the time, you're losing. The Emmys. I didn't get the Emmy nomination. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I didn't lose. <laughs> you can't uh, lose. You, <laughs> you, you weren't even a thought, I guess. Since you win some, you lose some, then you're not even in the conversation. But that's okay. Well, we're, I'm happy to have been here, man. Came, saw, conquered. Came, saw, conquered. And disrupted. Came, saw, disrupted. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers. Take us out of here with something real nice. Take us out of here with something real loud. But most importantly, take me out of here with something real funky. I'm Report Serial Parts. I'm out. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, 
have a plan, and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 